0: Hi, everyone. Welcome to a new episode of Light Carded. My name is Anna. And my name is Bracey, and we're two average gals chatting about what it means to grow. How are you growing this week? Um. Okay, this week, I would say I've been having a lot of anxiety. Ooh. And some of it is pretty like out of nowhere. Like I couldn't totally pinpoint like what it is that is making me feel so anxious. Like, Work has been a little stressful, but not, has it been as crazy the last couple weeks as maybe it was towards the beginning of the year and definitely not last year. So I don't know if my body is just responding to like, hey, you spent like a whole year of being in stress mode with work. So then when you're there, mm-hmm. you're just kind of feeling it even, you know, it's not necessary mm-hmm. right now. And I've also had some friendship anxiety this week and have done a little bit of spiraling with like my negative self-talk this week but I did some combating of that when it was happening after like a little bit and I was like okay this is not true this is your brain telling you like the worst things possible but they're not real and so I was practicing like stopping my thoughts which was somewhat helpful well it's good that you notice that your anxiety is kicking up but it
1: makes me (laughs) wonder if because it's not manifesting in, like, one specific area if there's, like, something just, like, generally ha- going on. Yeah. Yeah,
0: I don't know. But, yeah, so I'd say that's how I'm growing a little bit. Like, paying more attention to my anxiety and practicing some thought-stomping on these dang intrusive thoughts that they just get you sometimes. They do. It's unfortunate. <laughs> I know. <laughs> um. What about you?
1: I... Don't know if I'm really doing that much growing. We're kind of in the short rows for a baby, and mm-hmm. my house is as clean as it can get, I think, <laughs> without being undone immediately by dogs. Are you practicing patience, maybe? Yeah, I think I'm doing okay with that. I am trying to be cognizant of my mental state going into labor, because I feel like the labor part is the part that I'm most nervous about, like, less about the newborn stuff. Like, I feel pretty confident with babies, but... Mm-hmm. Labor is not something I've ever done before. So yeah. I'm like listening to some podcasts about positive birth stories and things like that. So just trying to stay in a good headspace. I love that. That's
0: a really smart idea, I think. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, today we're talking about success. I thought you were going to put a drum roll in there.
1: <laughs> I mean, I guess I could have. I have mixed feelings about the word success. So, yes. I'm interested to hear your feelings about success. How do you d- define success?
0: Um, this one was an interesting one for me to think about because I don't think I think about success that much. Ooh, hot take. Hot take. I I don't I can't say that I don't care about being successful because I think we're conditioned as growing up in America like Mm -hmm. Success is really part of like our cultural DNA. Like people move here for the American dream and Mm -hmm. it's like hammered into us that we can be successful if we just work hard enough and we're, we persevere and it's like all very individualistic, you know, we have to take risks and we have to make sacrifices. But if we do those things, we can be successful. Right. However, success is defined by our society. But I feel like I define success for myself with being feeling like I've done a good job at work. So part of it definitely comes from my job. But I think because I'm not in a career field where there are like natural steps up a ladder of some kind, Mm -hmm. I don't think about like changing my career or career progression. Yeah, I don't think about that. Yeah, I'm like, "Oh, I didn't even know like I've never even thought about that term career progression." Like, I don't even <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm still just learning all the corporate acronyms like WFH and, you know, the like <laughs> um so, I don't know. I when I think about when I feel successful, some yeah, some of it is definitely like when I feel like I've had a good day at work or when I've made like a good connection with someone. Um When I feel like I'm trying my best, when I'm taking care of myself, but also sometimes like when I have a really productive day, like when I mark a lot of things off my to-do list, which I have mixed feelings. I'm like, oh, is that me subscribing to like what our society sees as successful? Or is that just something for me that I feel good about?
1: I feel like that's just like a natural human reaction. It's like, oh, I – wanted to get this thing done. And And I did did it. It's like, you know, pride in your output, like what you, Mm -hmm. the energy
0: you expended, I guess. Yeah. What about you? How do you define success for yourself?
1: I think, well, first of all, I think it's really probably very healthy that you don't think about career progression or like success in general much. Yeah. I, I think that's actually pretty rare, but I do. Now that you said it, I'm like, oh, it makes sense that somebody in a school system might not necessarily be thinking about what's my next step. Where do I want to be in five years? Like those things are, those questions are less common. Yeah. I think for myself, I, I obviously used to think about success a lot more often and it was more in relation to goals and Mm -hmm. whether I was achieving goals, which is fine if that's your, your thing. Mm -hmm. Now I think, more about am I progressing in the direction that I want to go Mm -hmm. and I think for me the word prosperity is like way more I don't know applicable and also nicer to hear (laughs) like I don't (laughs) think there's all the cultural connotations with the word prosperity yeah so like I am trying to thrive in every area of my life Mm -hmm. and like make progress but I'm not necessarily measuring myself against like a finish line, I guess. Yeah. And one of the things that I've thought a lot about specifically in the last few years is how the version of success that I was subscribing to previously is very rooted in like white privilege and capitalism. And how I think that our general American idea of success is like, the poster child for white privilege. Like mm-hmm. we expect every person in America to want success in the same way, which is crazy to me now thinking about it.
0: Right. And it's also a like a goal that is not actually achievable for everyone.
1: Right. The idea of straps so. is like <laughs> I mean, if if you're measuring success based on how hard you work, there's like a lot of successful people in America. But for sure. In general, I feel like we're we're not categorizing
0: them as successful until they make a lot of money and work hard. Right. And it just yeah, it's like such a small percentage of people that are actually I don't know, it's just like such it's like this lie that is fed all the time to people that like, "Oh, if you do XYZ, you will no matter what, you will be successful." And it completely discounts like all these oppressive systems that we have in our culture that like prevent people from being quote unquote successful.
1: Yeah. And just the fact that sometimes it takes like specific circumstances for you to actually be successful at what you're trying to do, Mm -hmm. which is, you know, I I hate that we're setting an
0: unrealistic expectation for
1: people that really, Mm -hmm.
0: uh, it bothers me. And it only places value in like this one specific arena that is really hard to get to and kind of discounts like all these other types of success that people have.
1: Absolutely. I think honestly, that's the biggest issue with the connotation of the word success is like, when we think about the idea of being successful, we are immediately thinking about career and money. And mm-hmm. there are many other ways to be successful besides like, you know, being in a CEO role and making millions of right. dollars. Yeah, totally. So i coming back to the question, I guess. For myself, I don't, I think I think about success maybe on a smaller scale, like how can I be successful in this one specific area? Mm -hmm. And I feel like, of course, the only example I can think of now is like the, my idea of what being a successful mom will be. But I think that I'm actually trying to keep my expectations kind of low. Like if my kids are healthy and happy and being
0: themselves, then like, I'll feel good about that.
1: Yeah, that's a huge win.
0: Yeah. Are there certain areas of your life right now that you do feel successful? 100%.
1: I feel like, I don't know. I think about this a lot. I don't know how much I talk about it, but I feel so 1000% confident in my relationship with Seb. Like, I don't think there is anything else in my life that is as successful as our relationship is. Oh my gosh. And I just feel like in general, with what I'm putting my time and energy towards I feel very successful. I think that's not something that I thought much about in the past. And Mm -hmm. now I know what my specific values are. And I think that I am applying myself in that direction, which is good. So like, honestly, I feel like our values episode, a little plug for that one. That was a really good exercise for me because I think now I'm able to really frame what I'm doing and also like where I'm finding satisfaction and gratitude yeah. um, to be like, it like, is this in line with my values? I'm, I'm really prioritizing like what's important to me versus just like getting caught up in what, you know, the world is doing or what other people told me to do or whatever. What about you? Do you have
0: certain areas that you feel very successful? Um, yeah, I do. I, I, I would say, yeah, my relationship with Taylor, definitely, especially when I compare it to like part one of our relationship. I'm like, wow, like we're kind of crushing it in comparison to how it used to be. (laughs) You have really grown. Yeah, big time. So that's definitely a big area of success. And then I would say also with my friendship, like I've always been somebody who is pretty good at like keeping in touch with my friends. And I definitely am like an initiator on like hangouts and chats and all that type of stuff. So that actually is one of my like affirmations when I'm sometimes like in the good habit of like writing out gratitudes and affirmations and stuff is like, I am a good friend and partner. That is true. Sometimes I get in my head that I'm not either of those things, so I'm like, okay, I need to need to work on that. But
1: you're a great uh, friend and a very good initiator.
0: That's not something that I I (laughs) succeed in very often. (laughs) Um, and then work, I sometimes feel successful. I think I feel successful in my work skills. Mm -hmm. I don't always feel successful in the work system. Interesting. But I think that is. Well, I think that is like less to do with me and more to do with there aren't that my work system is putting too many responsibilities on my plate. Yeah. Okay. Versus, like, I'm not capable of doing this stuff. It's like, no, I'm no, I'm not is. set up to succeed here. Yes, you're <laughs> saying, go ahead, fail. Let's watch, ha, um, super. <laughs> yeah, it's really fun. So, yeah, I think those are. Maybe, like, the three, like, biggest ones, but I'm sure we could probably both think of, like, a bunch of little areas that we find success in every day.
1: Yeah. I mean, I feel like I I talk about satisfaction a lot, but I – as a generator in human design, like, Mm -hmm. I know that satisfaction feels like success to me. Like, if I'm Mm -hmm. satisfied at the end of the day, like, that's the – That's a success. Right. That's a marker to me of success. So that's easy for me
0: to – it's easy for me to measure, I guess. Yeah. I'm interested in how you were able to kind of like redefine success for yourself. Because I know you've talked about it on here a few times, but, you know, you were very much in the corporate world and you were career progressioning, ding, mm-hmm. ding. Mm-hmm. Um, And then you had this like huge shift in your life.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I actually think that – you talked about the ladder. I think that was kind of the problem from the get go It was like, I got, you know, so far up the ladder. And I was like, this is not the ladder that I want to be on. Mm -hmm. And so I think that makes you kind of reevaluate everything like, yeah, okay, well, I thought I was going in this direction. I had all these plans. And now I don't feel good about them. And I do think that the deconditioning from that took a long time. Like, it took me a, a long, long time to get out of the habit of, well, I'm not working, so I'm not valuable or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that because I was never fully sure after I left corporate, like what I wanted to redirect that energy at, I guess, I had to think more about. What is it that fulfills me? Like, what is it that at the end of the day, I do feel satisfied doing? I think that honestly happened because sitting in those same old ideas of success and career being the same, it was just terrible for me. Being the type of person that does get a lot of self-worth out of career and productivity Mm -hmm. and staying in that spot, I was just beating myself up all the time. Like in, in my head, I was just like, I'm doing this wrong. Like I'm not, I'm failing over and over. Yeah. Um, so I think it was honestly just like self-preservation. I had to change my mindset because it would not have been good for me if I would stayed in it. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. I wonder, have you ever thought about the fact that, which I know you're not familiar as familiar with this as I am, but as a projector in human design, your not self is bitterness. But your signature, like mine is satisfaction. Yours is actually success. Like the Mm. word success. Did you know that? No. Yeah. So I think that's fascinating because I I just thought about it. But for me, at the end of the day, if I feel satisfied, that's like a sign that I'm, you know, headed in the right direction, like handling things the way I ought to. But I think for you, if you feel successful, that's like a sign you're on the right track.
0: That is really funny because, yeah, yeah, like I said at the beginning of this, like it's not something that I think about a lot, but that might just be like, I don't think about success in the American corporate way. Yes. Mm -hmm. I don't think about it like that. But I mean, yeah, like when I've had days where I've, like, you know, if it's like a normal work day where like I had a pretty good day at work, I was able to like, get some stuff done, I worked out, I, you know, maybe talked to a friend or talked to my mom when I've, yeah, been like making connections and whatnot throughout my day. Like I do end the day being like, "Wow, I had a good day. I don't think I would be like, oh, I had a successful day. Right. But I'd be like, yeah, this was a good day for me.
1: Yeah. Um, I have heard too that for projectors, it's slightly different because success is less of a feeling and more of a state. mm -hmm. It's like... And it also, I feel like it's easier to recognize in projectors when they're successful. Mm-hmm.
0: It's a, just a marker that they're doing a good job. But That's very interesting. Okay. I'm going to have to like, I'm going to start thinking it. about, yeah, and look at and do a little, little research, but that's very interesting. Yeah. Are there any areas in your life where you struggle to feel successful?
1: Yeah. I mean, I feel like more recently, career mm-hmm. is a place that I have felt like a, I've struggled, especially because I know that long term, I do want some sort of career. Like, it's not that I don't want to work ever again. Mm -hmm. I just, it's important to me that I don't get myself in a situation where I hate what I'm doing again. Yeah. And so it's like, I know that there's a lot of things that I don't want to do, but there's not been one thing that I'm like, yes, I definitely want to do this. Yeah. And so... I think that's hard because, you know, when I quit, I thought that eventually I would be back in some sort of situation that was similar where I was like feeling very fulfilled by what I was doing. Now it's really an interesting time to talk about, about this because I am planning on being a, what do they call it now? Full-time mom. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I am planning on being a full-time mom. But again, like in the back of my head, I'm like, I would like to to work eventually. But I just don't want to, I want to wait until I have something that I definitely want to do. So it's hard because I don't necessarily think that's like, I'm not failing. It's just that I don't feel like I'm
0: succeeding the way that I would like, I guess. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. But I do love that you, you're not going to just like get back into something just for the sake of it. I actually think that would be a failure. There have been several
1: times where I've been having a lot of feelings, and I'm like, maybe I should just go back and get a job. And to Mm -hmm. me, that feels like going backwards. And I do think that would be failing. Like, I think that is what would make me unsuccessful. Yeah. And I do feel, I feel like I am succeeding in that I'm holding strong to the idea of like, I'm not gonna settle here. Like, this is Mm -hmm. not an area where I'm willing to settle. So waiting is actually harder than not settling, in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. And so, I mean, there is some success there, but it's just not nearly as, like, gratifying as being like, oh, I definitely know what I want to do and I'm going to go get this job, you know?
0: Yeah. Which I feel like that feeling or that knowledge is something that people take for granted all the time. (laughs) 100%. Like, knowing what you want to spend a giant chunk of your life doing is such a gift.
1: It is, yeah. It's funny because Elizabeth Gilbert has... Talked about this. Um, and actually, she sort of apologized for it because she talked a lot in her early career when she was giving talks and stuff about how you just have to like follow your passion, like follow your passion at all costs was like kind of her message. Mm -hmm. And she was like, I don't know how it took me so long to realize this, but like, not everybody has a very obvious passion. And, that's okay. Like it's not a big deal. I didn't like mean to make everybody feel like if you don't have a passion, like you're losing, but right. Or something's wrong with you. Right? Yeah. So and I don't necessarily expect myself to, you know, get hit over the head with like, this is what I want to do. And I'm now I'm going to be like, again, passionate about it. (laughs) Like I don't think it's going to fall out of the sky into my lap. But I guess I do just generally feel like These things kind of work out how they're meant to. And, Mm -hmm. you know, maybe when I'm a mom, I'll have some sort of like situation, problem to solve or like feeling that will trigger something that makes me want to work on a specific project. Yeah. We'll see. TBD. Yeah. Have there been any times in your life that you've struggled
0: with? feeling successful at all, or you felt like you've been like really, really successful? Yeah. This one is kind of interesting for me because I feel like I am kind of like seasonal Hmm. in my successfulness or my feelings of successfulness. Like I feel like I'll go through a couple months where I'm living my life like the way that I want to. And then I'll have I don't know if it's like burnout from doing that or what, but then I'll just like go through like a month long period where I just feel like I'm struggling and it's like, you know, like I am not going to the gym or I'm just like eating garbage all the time or I'm not wanting to hang out with people and just like irritable kind of in general. Mm -hmm. So I feel like I kind of go like through a little roller coaster throughout the year where I have periods of time and I don't, I should probably pay attention more to like why that happens and like, maybe like what's like leading up to it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I feel like I go through just like slumps where it's hard for me to feel successful. Do you think that there's any correlation there to your mental health? Yeah, for sure. Cause we have, when I'm in those slumps, like my anxiety is way higher. I'm very hard on myself. Um, do you think one causes the other or there's, it's just the anxiety and feeling bad about myself or, Mm um, yeah, the anxiety and
1: like your level of success. Oh, Hmm.
0: probably. I would say that like, probably the more anxious I get. That like feeds into me not feeling successful because it's like a barrier to doing a bunch of things.
1: yeah, see, this is where it gets it, like it's a slippery slope because it's like, yes, productivity makes everybody feel good. I think there's some sort of, I don't know, is there like a feel good hormone that's released when you cross something off I'm your sure list I'm that, not sure. I'm sure there is. yeah, um, but it's like, okay, well, yes, it feels good to be getting things done. But also Mm -hmm. at what point is that like unhealthy that you feel bad about yourself when you don't get things done?
0: Right. Totally. Yeah. It's like a really fine line that Mm -hmm. I think is hard to balance. And I don't know, this doesn't completely like, isn't a perfect segue or anything, but I think too, with social media, like we get so much input about like what everybody's doing Mm -hmm. and what society deems important through that. And so I think sometimes in those down periods, like I feel like I can get lost in that and in what society is telling me that I should want. Mm. And then having to kind of like go through this period of like figuring out like, okay, do I actually want that? Or am I just being told that I want that so much that now I do think I want that? like, And like having this weird, there's this weird period where you're trying to like parse out all these different things and like find yourself. Yeah. No, I think that's a lot more common than people think.
1: I mean, that was, again, I, there's a lot of my issues that are wrapped up in this whole like career situation and quitting, totally. but like it wasn't that I didn't like working. I loved working, Yeah, but like I I couldn't, I don't even, I'm not even 100% clear on this at this point, mm-hmm. but was it that I, I used to really like that? type of lifestyle and now i don't like that type of lifestyle or was it that they told like they quote unquote they told me that it was what i should be doing and Mm -hmm. like what would make me happy and it's actually not what would make me happy i don't know i don't know the answer to that yeah and like you might never know yeah and i feel like and The unfortunate part about that whole situation is if you're not thinking about it, if you're not thinking about what is it that I really want, what will make me happy, what will make me fe- feel successful, mm-hmm. it's easy, it's so easy to just like slot right into that like capitalist ideal of of what success is. Yeah.
0: And just plug along Yep, at all costs. <laughs> yeah, usually the cost of your health. Yeah. Um, would you say that like leaving corporate world and like figuring out like what it is that actually makes you feel satisfied is one of your biggest successes?
1: Yeah, I definitely, it's hard for me to say that it's a success because I feel like it's not over yet. Mm-hmm. I just feel like it's this perpetual journey that I'm on. And so I'm, it's hard for me to be like, yeah, it's totally successful when I don't feel like there's like a, I quit and, you know, it's open-ended. Um, But I do think that it is one of the things that I'm most proud of because I think it was a risk that Mm -hmm. a lot of people wouldn't have taken. Yeah. And I think especially when you take risks like that, it's easy to go to the place of like worst case scenarios. I'm going to lose my home and be homeless and all that stuff. And – None of that has even come close to happening. So that's successful. (laughs) (laughs) Um, and I just, that spiral didn't come to fruition. Yeah. Uh, I've, I've had that spiral many, many times, but we're good. (laughs) Um, but I do think that I've been successful in now I feel more like myself. I feel, Mm -hmm. I don't know, just like happier and like, yeah, I don't, I, I don't know exactly how to, to describe it because it wasn't like I was miserable before, but I just feel like I'm doing what I should be doing um, in the grand scheme of things, which is very reassuring. Like that feeling is very reassuring. Totally. Yeah. You know, you're on the right track. Right. Which if I didn't feel pretty good about that, then it would be really easy to just turn around and go get a job.
0: Yes. hundred percent.
1: Okay. Well, Looking back on your past, is there any specific thing that you would say was like especially successful? Yeah,
0: I think honestly, moving was a big success for me. And I think in thinking about my life and like how I might define success when I'm older and looking back and all of that stuff, like taking risks, I think will be something that I will view as successful, like whether they pan out or not. Yeah. Like not letting my fear of either how my like how other people might feel about my decision or whether I'll actually be happier in that scenario or whatever it is, just like not letting that fear and anxiety keep me from doing something that I actually do want to do. That's awesome. Did you like on a scale of one to 10, how much how
1: afraid were you to move?
0: Um, I would say easily an eight. Okay. Wow. Did not know that. Night of before I left a 14.
1: <laughs> I mean, yes, of course, <laughs> like right before your nerves are going to be really bad. I just I like, was a mess. <laughs> it's funny because and I can't believe we've never talked about this before, but you just framed your move to Portland as like a risk. And I have never thought about that before. Like, I've never thought about it being a risk for you, but it makes sense. Yeah. I just like, in my mind, Anna is a person who can make friends with everybody. And of course, she'll thrive in Portland. So this is great. (laughs) (laughs) I'm glad
0: that you felt really confident for me because I was like, what am I doing? No, yeah, I definitely felt, had a lot of feelings about how this might be horrible. But I think because I was like, you can always go home.
1: Yeah. Okay. Well, that's the funny thing too is I feel like maybe in this situation we're like defining risk differently because, well, yes, I think that a specifically a moving situation it's like okay, well, worst case scenario, I go home. Like it's not yeah. like I don't have some something to go back to, but also I was probably thinking about it in terms of myself and my biggest fear with moving would be I'm never going to meet anybody
0: because I'm bad at meeting people. <laughs> <laughs> that's. That's fair. Yeah. And that's an interesting, I mean, I know I say this like every time it comes up on the podcast, but like I just love that our brains are so think different. about things so differently. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, I think I don't know that I had a lot of fear around making friends. I mean, I definitely had some anxiety about like, but I think because I moved here and I had one friend, I was like, okay. Okay. I, I, have, some, a I have somebody friend to lean on. Yes, I have one friend. It's going to be okay. But yeah, I think too, because I know that I have a skill of like talking to people and initiating plans and all of that stuff that I felt less afraid about that. But just, I was like, oh, am I going to move and hate it? Am I going to move and everyone's going to hate? All my friends will be like, you abandoned me. I hate you. Like, you know, I just, I had a lot of, well, I hate my job, all of these Yeah. Those are all
1: risky things.
0: Yeah. But that is so that's a big I think in general, just that idea of taking risks in my future when it's something that I've like dug into and really decided that for me, that is something I want versus it's something I've been told I want or Mm -hmm. whatever. Like if I'm able to find myself in that choice, then I want to go for it regardless of how anxious it makes me. So
1: what I'm hearing from both of us is that it's more successful to do what you know in your heart is the right choice for you, even when it doesn't make sense
0: or feel comfortable. A hundred percent. And here's the like-hearted part: <laughs> <laughs> we figured it
1: out. Everybody just listened to us. Yeah, just do it. I don't know. I don't know. Can't explain it any better than that. One other thing that I and now thinking about after this conversation is the fact that sometimes the places in your life that are most successful are the easiest ones to forget are successful mm. because they're so – they come naturally to you. Yeah. So I feel That's like for really both of us, like, we're both pretty good at cultivating home, like, specifically physical location. Like, we yeah. are good at feeling comfortable in the places we live. Um mm-hmm. And like with Seb, that obviously is like my biggest success in life, but it's also not something that I'm like, I guess,
0: thinking about being really successful all the time, you know? Yeah, totally. You know, that's a really good point. And yeah, I think if we were to go through like all the different parts of our lives and our day-to-day and stuff, we'd be like, oh, yeah, I'm good at that. That that goes pretty well. Like, But yeah, it's just stuff you don't think about because it, like you said, it's just kind of natural.
1: Yeah. I mean, and now that I'm thinking about it, I feel like my faith is an area that I'm very successful in and yeah. like, get a lot of satisfaction from, but it's not 100%. something that I
0: would necessarily think about top of mind when you talk about success. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, those are all really good points. Also, I can't wait for when Seb, our QA guy, when he listens to you saying that, he's just gonna get all giddy. I hope so. He's gonna come on, hug. I you. mean, I
1: feel like we talk about it pretty regularly. Like, yeah, we're crushing. You guys, this high five each other every
0: day. Like, we do. <laughs> Maybe not every day, but
1: we're like, we're well, really multiple. good at this. <laughs> yeah.
0: That's really the best feeling. Like, yeah, Taylor and I have definitely had those times, so especially when we're like really in like such a groove with each other, and we're like, wow, like we're doing really good. I'm like really happy for us. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes I think about like, I just wish this for every person. Like, I
1: hope everybody at some point in their life has a relationship that's like this good and fun.
0: Yeah, I agree.
1: Okay, well, one thing that we never talk about, but we should talk about right now is Uh the success of the podcast. How do
0: you feel about that? I feel great about it, (laughs) but this is an interesting one because I think by a lot of people's definition of success, this is not a successful podcast. In that, like, I don't. I mean, I could pull up our stats right now, I guess, but like that is not something we ever think about. Like, we (laughs) never, ever, ever, unless somebody asks us, and even then, even when people ask, we're like, yeah, we can. We can look at the number of downloads we get. I'm never inclined in any way, shape, or form to be like, oh, let me go check right now. Yeah.
1: I think because it's not important to either of us. like Not we, at all. But it is funny because I feel like when you think about the success of a podcast, it's like how many people are listening. Mm-hmm. And
0: for us, the answer is not that many, but no, we still love our, doing it. It's our moms and some other family members and mm-hmm. a handful of our friends. Yeah.
1: And I we're think, totally
0: okay with that. I mean, if you're some random person who found this podcast, who knows how? Please let us know. Please send us an email. We because we will probably want to be friends with you.
1: Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I would love to know that if somebody just randomly stumbled onto it and was like, "Wow, <laughs> this is really fun to listen to."
0: Yeah, that would be great. And like our stats could be higher than we think. Like, I it would be really funny to look and be like, "Oh, this episode got like 400 downloads." would be like, mm-hmm. "Who are these people?" Like, that would be really. I think I would feel joyous about that, but not in a way that I'm like, okay, now we have to do something. It would just be like, oh, that's kind of funny.
1: Yeah. I mean, something that we've talked about a few times is that if we were to try to make this podcast, quote unquote, successful, that would suck the joy out of it pretty quickly. Mm -hmm. Yeah, 100%. But I do think that
0: it's been successful for our friendship. Yes, absolutely. I think it's been successful for our friendship. I think it's been successful in our own like personal growth Mm -hmm. and also in like our relationships with the people that do listen to this because it has spawned so many conversations or, and like conversations with people that we've had on the podcast and people we plan to have on the podcast, like giving people a a platform to (laughs) like discuss something that is really impactful in their life is really cool. Yeah, it really is. And I just feel like there's a lot of
1: things that you and I think and talk about that the average person might not, you know? 100%.
0: So I would say this is an A-plus success story in the way that we define success. Love it. <laughs> oh, man. Wow, this was a fun episode. It was. Also, I just love you. I just want to say it. I just love you, too. <laughs> um, And we love you, listeners. So if you... <laughs> want to share your definition of success or areas of your life where you feel that or areas where you're struggling, we would absolutely love to hear them and chat with you about them. You can email us at likeheartedpodcast at gmail.com. And be sure to follow along on Instagram at likeheartedpod. Talk to you soon. Bye.